Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Adam. This is Bear. And welcome to our last episode of 2023. So, what's the date today? Is today the 22nd? Today is the 22nd. So it's December 22nd, 2023. You all won't be hearing this until Christmas Day, because that's when it's going to go up. So this is going to be our bonus Christmas episode and our last release of the year. We're also going to throw in something else at the very end. And it'll be after we're done with all of our Christmas music. So, Amir, what are we doing today? Uh, we're going to be listening to... It's an EP, I think. An EP from All Get Burns Red called All I Want for Christmas is You. Now, it's not just that song. It is compiled of a bunch of well-known Christmas-themed songs. Including the Home Alone theme, which is what I'm anxious to get to. Because I'm really anxious for you to hear it. <laughs> but uh, it's seven tracks. It's not going to be a long, long release. They're all like three minutes long. But let's not waste any time. Let's go ahead and get started. Track number one, All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> the most overplayed Christmas song of all time. All I'm thinking about is last year, whenever we were listening to that very bro job Christmas. <laughs> Dazzle me, Jake. Oh, so I guess it's instrumental. Oh, okay. Maybe that makes it a little bit better. Yeah. If there were vocals, I would have been like, oh god. We hear Jake trying to do like fucking falsettos. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know they did, um, on their fifth studio album, it was strictly a full Christmas album. And it was and it was also all instrumental. You know, instrumentally is not bad at all. Yeah. I'm sure you'd rather walk into the store and hear this Christmas music. No singing, just yeah. the music itself with instruments. Imagine how much they had to try to learn all the Christmas songs. I know. I can't get over this album cover. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird looking at it. I know. And I would never think of another grown man to be ever in that position. Especially posing as the fucking, uh, what was it, Mariah Carey? Mariah Carey, yeah. Knockoff thing. Is there, any, is there anything else we can look at? <laughs> well, it's just him, but smaller. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than him, like, floating right there. Yeah, I guess you got a point. I'm loving it. It's hard, man. I know. It's, it actually sounds good. Well, I guess, since this is all an instrumental album, we should just talk about, like, what our plans are for Christmas and shit. 
probably for the new year. Yeah. I'm gonna go to my mother's. Uh, I gotta work on Christmas Eve, but I worked on five that day. And then I had the rest of the night off and then come off Christmas. I was not expecting this for this, for this album. Like, I wasn't expecting it to be completely instrumental. Neither was I. Then again, maybe it's a good thing. Honestly, I'd rather have the music. Like, you know all the Christmas music we're always so used to listening to every year in the store? Right. Same tracks and everything, same singers. Imagine walking into this. Maybe a nice little no, no, no vocalist, just straight rock. Christmas music. Like, listen, listen, like yeah, listen to that. Out, man. Listen to that. Jackie's probably sitting over there in the back, just like. Like, freaking shredding. Like, if there was a Christmas party and, like, these guys were playing, hell yeah, man. If any one of us had a Christmas party, it would be composed of this album. Right. That actually sounded really good. I enjoyed that. I did too. That's pretty nice. Definitely was. <sighs> Alright. Now let's move on to track number two. This one's called Avalanche. Oh, and this is from the EP Winter Wilderness. I'm trying to see if I recognize them. I don't know every single Christmas song that ever was, but I mean, I know like all the basic ones that always go to play. I'm surprised Jingle Bells wasn't on here, right? <laughs> There's a chance it was probably on their album, though. See. If you, if you didn't know if this is a Christmas song, you would think it was just their own song. Yeah, you'd be like, this is nice. I was, yeah. just, I was just about to say that. I'm like, bro, fuck the fact that it's a Christmas song. It sounds nice on its own. Right. We're going to throw a cherry on top of this, uh, of this album after it's over. Or this EP after it's over. Which is the, the Christmas song August Burns Red just released up on a housetop. So that one we'll throw in as a little bonus after this EP is done. Dude, imagine just having this instrumental, like doing your own vocals over it. That'd be cool. I think that's why bands have been releasing, you know, instrumental albums and shit. Because honestly, if, I would love to do a cover of Martyr. I know when all the, uh, when Motionless and White released Masterpiece, they put out on their social media like a, a challenge for fans to do a, like a matchup with them. To sing like a verse, create their own verse, but using the instrumental in the background. And like, they show, I've they seen a lot of artists that have been doing that now. Yeah. 
I don't say, I don't think I know this Christmas song. It just doesn't ring a bell for me. I guess maybe I'm not a jolly guy. <laughs> Honestly, if you're listening to the same damn songs every year, I'm not surprised I'm not. Christmas? That's why I prefer listening to this style of Christmas music. Because yeah. at least it's of a genre that I like. <laughs> Christmas for me, as I've gotten older, seems to have lost its charm. It's nice to spend time with friends and family, but I think a lot of people tend to overdo it with like the whole like decoration and stuff like that. Like, hey, that's not what Christmas is about. Like, who can throw the biggest party or whatever? Like, just have your fun, man. You know, spend time with your close ones and have fun, give each other gifts, have a good time. I'm gonna walk into walk into work on uh, on Sunday around Christmas Eve, just blasting all this music on my phone. <laughs> I was like, "What? It's not inappropriate. It's Christmas music." All right. <laughs> Get you guys in the spirit. Get you guys in the rock and roll Christmas spirit. I like this little like slow down towards the end of the track. I'm gonna go out and let me say this right now. August Burns Red is doing some of the best guitar work right now. Yeah. Because over the last couple of years, their guitar work has been phenomenal. Like they, they haven't missed a beat at all. Not at all. The only small nitpick I would ever have with them is the fact that Death Below didn't have any breakdowns in it. Yeah. Because you remember when we listened to that album? We thought it was good. Because they can't, they don't make bad music. But there wasn't no breakdowns. Yeah, but there wasn't really any breakdowns. There, but they made up for that with a lot of good solos. Yeah. Dude, even live, they they hit everything a hundred percent. They sound exactly like they do in the studio. Such a great band, man. And I'm glad we got Redemption for two years ago. Right. Thanks for showing up this time, Jake. And thanks for not playing an entirely long set. Yeah. Because, man, the first time we saw them, they played, like, 15 songs. Oh, God, dude. Because, dude, they had a, they had that fucking encore. <laughs> it was cool to get... It was cool to hear the singer from Convictions. Because he's a big August Burns Red fan. Right. And Convictions uh, is, like a, is like a Christian metalcore band, I think. Yeah. So it was pretty interesting to hear him sing. So at least we know what he sounds like now. We know that he sounds really fucking good. Oh, here's your track. Oh, <laughs> track number three. It's the most wonderful time of the year. season at some point. Yeah, they're a couple of 
Because they have, they have ten albums now. Like, nothing, nothing they put out has ever been bad or even mediocre. Like, everything they put out has always been so good. And, like, it's a reason they're so respected in a metaphor community. Even on, like, even this, something like a Christmas album, something that's not even, like, a big deal to them, they still put in, like, so much effort to make it sound flawless. And that's another thing. They don't, they, they don't even have to do this type of shit. Yeah, they don't have to do it. They just do this because they want to. Give something to the fans and, like, have fun with it. Yeah, like, we need more of this, actually. I know, I'm glad artists and bands are starting to do it more. But, it's not that high as of right now. But it's starting It's starting to go up a little bit. Yeah. But I, I'm glad that more artists and bands are starting to do it more. Wilderness. Why does this name sound familiar? I have no idea. I'm not too familiar with Christmas songs. I feel like this name rings a bell somehow. Like next to the Home Alone theme, like What Child Is This? Like I don't know if I've ever heard of that one. Last Christmas, obviously, we all know. Yeah. But um. All right, let's move on to track number four, Winter Wilderness. I just realized this is a five-minute track. Yeah, it's a pretty long one. Pretty EP. You know, I'm, I'm just gonna let the I'm just gonna let the video play. It'll give us some entertainment while we're listening. Is Wait, video? is them like messaging each other? I'll start working on my riffs. Stalking. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was from uh I think this was from 2020 as well. Now that's rock and roll Christmas. Red. 
Man. I don't know this song at all. But what you playing sounds fantastic. Yeah. I only work three more days this year. Oh yeah, you have all those days off. Sunday, the 26th, and the 30th. Man. The Sunday is Christmas Eve, off Christmas, work 9 to 6, uh, day after Christmas, and then the 30th. And I have New Year's Eve and New Year's Day off. I don't know if anybody heard that. That was my phone going off uh, message-wise. There, I just put my phone on vibrate. Look at that bass. We had to put that on hold because a lot of shit's been going on. What? Yeah. You know, with Tony and bills and shit, and life kind of getting in the way right now. Yeah. We're gonna try to get back to it sometime this year. Right now, we just need a damn break from all the bullshit coming our way. Happy holidays from August Burns Red. Track number five, the Home Alone theme. And wait till you hear how eerie it sounds. Similar to the actual, you know, music that you hear from the theme.
picture. I wonder when that picture was taken. That has to be like a mush older picture. Probably. See how accurate it sounds? Yeah. That's why we're calling it Merry Rhythmus. A Merry Rhythmus special. Since it's around Christmas time, you guys don't still get that, uh, those people coming out there trying to sell, like, banana bread to you? Not from what I've seen. Okay. But then again, you know, I'm not, not, I'm not really, out there anymore, yeah, so I mean, I don't really have eyes on that anymore. I, I think I've seen maybe one or once or twice, yeah. like, earlier this year, but that's probably about it. How did that sound? Man, that was great. Sounded so accurate, didn't it? Yeah. <sighs> okay. So that was track number five, the Home Loan theme. Eerily good for some reason. Now we're going to move on to track number six. What child is this? Green sleeves. some found and faraway places vibes to it on the cover.
last piece on the drum. Yeah, these trees that I'm seeing reminds me of found in faraway places. Except, you know, it just has Christmas ornaments on the trees now. See next year? No, we haven't got the chance to yet. I'm a big fan of Until I Wake, but I heard live they are terrible. So plus the plus the shit with their with their, with their vocalist. Yeah, like who knows what's going on with that? Yeah, so, I'd rather not touch that with a ten foot I do want to see Architect live. I do want to see them live. They are one of those bands that they, I heard they put on a hell of a performance live. And you can see some of their videos online. We still got to get redemption for that show, too. They're always great live. We were supposed to see them back in 2022, I think. I would love to see that Omen. I doubt I'll get the chance to. We would have had, had an event with the fucking scalpers and shit in that era show that we went but to. I would definitely want to see Architect. Three Days Great, sure, one of my favorite bands. I uh, wouldn't mind seeing Bullet on my Valentine. We had the chance to see them too, but it was just a bad time. Right. Because they, they went on tour with Vended and of Mice and Men. Wage War, wouldn't mind seeing them again. Still on my list. I mean, there's just there's a lot of bands that I listen to that I would not mind seeing whatsoever. There's a list. Alright, last track. Probably the, one of the most popular Christmas songs. Track number seven, Last Christmas. I'm sure you're eager to hear out sounds though. It's funny because most of these tracks are from the Winter Wilderness EP. Right. So we're technically listening to like two and one, I guess you could say. This one just had one extra track. I hope we get to see Spirit Box next year. That would be, yeah, that's another band as well. Spirit Box for sure. Uh, well, who else has been like killing it in music lately? Well, there's not much lately. Caskets. Caskets, yeah, I would love to see those guys too. Really do not care for Fleet Tokens. I don't know why you guys hype them up so much. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I, I I'm not a fan. 
Yeah, I, I really don't care for them. I mean, I'm already, a, I'm already a fan of two other bands that do this, the exact, that do similar gimmicks. I don't need a third one. Yeah, I it's quite whatever, too. I mean, I get that from Slipknot and Ghost, I don't need it from another. Slipknot, that's another band. Glad you mentioned it. I love the Feudal Drive Five. It depends what they're yeah. doing. Well, actually, wait. Next year, I think they announced they're going to do a 25th anniversary tour of their first record. Right. That's where they're going to play it in its entirety. Oh, okay. Everything from Eyeless all the way down to the whatever the last track was. I can't remember. That'd be cool as hell. So we'll have to keep an eye out for that, too. That one we're going to have to get on ASAP, though, because if we want to do that, they're going to go quick. You know what? One band I would love to see Ramstein. Yeah, man. I, would love to I heard. Guy. I heard Tim got got uh he got all that shit that was like a, putting in some all all drop. Yeah. But I don't know what that's gonna do to their career though. I would love to see them too though, because I heard they put on the whole of the show. Gojira. Gojira, yes. All of these bands we could have had a chance to see last year. Yeah, we could have seen like a, a good portion of it. Chime down. Gojira, Mastodon, and Laura Shore all played all played a show together last year in Austin. But ironically, it was on the same day we were going to go see Insomnia, and then that didn't happen anyway because of uh, that because yeah. of Chloe. So that one wouldn't have worked out anyway. But we'll have to see because we're finally going to get redemption for Insomnia now. We all got tickets to, to see Insomnium next year, so that's confirmed. That's the big one, man, because this time, there can't be nothing that, that holds us back this time. My dog can't die twice. Right. I mean, we finally... Who would have known, bro? If you had not interacted with them and asked them, like, hey, what do you guys have playing? Are you going to come back to the U.S.? And they literally yep. responded with like, yeah, we have something playing soon, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout, something's going to be announced soon. Literally, like what, like a week later? A week later. They U.S. Like, tour. U.S. tour. With Omnium Gatherum and, uh, what's the other band? Uh, Wild, Wild Run or something like that, I can't remember. I'll have to look them up, I'll look at the poster again. But, that was it for the Christmas album. What'd you think of it? Not bad, man. Like they they delivered on this. Like they they you, like you said, they don't have to do this stuff, but for them to go out of their way to do it and, to do it anyway, and like to put a lot of quality behind the sound of the music, man, it just shows like the dedication they have toward being like a consistent band that always puts out good material. Big time. Well, we're only at the thirty minute mark now. There's uh there's two more things I want to do. One of them is going to be for this recording, and then we're going to do something else after we're done with this one. So now we're gonna listen to the Christmas song they just released, August Burns Red, up on a, up on the housetop. One month ago.
so like unnecessarily heavy. I know. I, I love it. <laughs> just love the fact that they go out of their way just to do this. I'm about to fall off the fucking heaviest Christmas song I've heard. Right. And that's including the whole album we just listened to. That was great, man. Like, I, I, I've been in... I, I enjoyed this. Little Christmas rock. The Merry Rhythmus. Merry Rhythmus, yeah. I enjoyed this a lot, actually. Uh, like... There's no better way to get in the spirit than to just, like, rock out to some of these songs, man. The breakdown before Rhythmus. Christmas like the, burns red. The originals, you're just like, oh my god, this is overplayed. Like, when is it going to end? And but then like, you hear it again, but under different circumstances. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, this is actually quite nice. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for our recording session for this specific Christmas episode. Well, we got one last thing we got to do, and we're going to do it immediately after this recording, so stick around. And this will be our last thing of the year, and then we'll be done until 2024. So everybody stick around, and we'll be right back. back everyone so uh this will be our last recording of the year so um now we're gonna get back to doing something that we missed out on last year and we did it in 2021 but we, we didn't do it last year for some reason we got we i guess shit just came up and we just forgot about it but we remember to do it this year but uh we're gonna get. We're gonna talk about our 2023 album choices of the year. Uh, we're gonna give you our top three, 
albums with our number one pick being the album of the year that we're going to give to 2023. So, it's going to be kind of hard to pick because there's so many good ones. Not too many of them. Yeah. But, I'll go ahead and let you go first, I guess, if you want to. Alright. Well, I guess I'll start from the bottom, kind of work my way up. Uh, coming in at number three for me has to be Escape the Fate with Out of the Shadows. What a great comeback from the band. Like, just a, that return to sound. We were not expecting that. Like at they, all. they did the experimentation, but they kept that bass sound that everyone kind of knows them for. It was much more rocky. Great collaboration with, uh, like, with Spencer on Cheers to Goodbye from My Pine Kills. Spencer from My Pine Kills. He, man, no pun intended, but he killed on that song. He did a fantastic job. And Craig, man, his voice is sounding as great as ever. I love the new guitars and the solo that he brings to the band. I, you know, I thought with the lineup change that they had, I thought that they were just going to go downhill. I'm like, oh god, what, what are they brewing up? Like, what are they going to put out? Because it wasn't looking that great with Chemical Warfare. No, and you know, we really didn't like that album too much. We liked a couple of singles here and there off that album. Like maybe three, maybe four. But this album was like flawless. I mean. Every single song was a hit with a even FUN and funeral. Like that was a, that's actually I a couldn't really, believe that that's, that's a song. really catchy song. Cheers to goodbye was a good song. Uh, man, what we uh, liked we liked all the tracks. Yeah, we liked all the tracks on there. Like especially Cheers to goodbye. That was a great one. Oh yeah, that was great. Uh, Low was another good one on there. Hate myself was a pretty decent track. Like, there wasn't a bad track whatsoever. I liked some a little bit better than others, but the album as a whole was just great. You know, it was nice for them to actually get some praise from us because it seemed like the last couple of years they've just been kind of lacking. Mm-hmm. Moving on to number two, Fatalism by Polaris. After losing their longtime guitars to an unfortunate death, to come back with that album, like just, God, they poured their heart into this album. Nightmare has one of the cashiest choruses of the entire year, without a shadow of a doubt. They are such a great band. You got the pleasure of seeing them live. And I suggest that you do next year. And they, this, and that album was just, Phenomenal. I remember when we listened to it on a show, we just could not get enough of it. We were praising it left and right. Literally. Fantastic record, man. Definitely earned. Because my, my favorite song on there is still the Crossfire. And then obviously the Nightmare track, which that was my favorite until I heard the Crossfire, ironically. Number one for me, and I think this is up there for you as well. Reflections from Caskets. Such a fucking fantastic I album. I have never heard a vocalist that can, like, it's very rare that you come across a voice in music that you just instantly connect with. The lyrics are inspirational. 
very uplifting, talks about some struggles, very relatable music, great choruses, super cashy, and they just keep getting better and better. I mean, these guys, they were great with some of the singles they released in 2021, you know, Lost in Echoes was a good one, Glass Heart, that was good, but on this album, I mean, every single song just had pure emotion and heart poured into it. More Than Misery was a great one. By the sound, don't even get me started. That one that song. blew us away. His vocals on that song were amazing. Guided Light, oh my god, I can't get enough of that song. I have listened to that song like crazy this year. And then to end the album, Better Way Out, what an outro on that song to end the album. And that song literally, like this whole album talks about struggle until that very last song where the very first verse talks about how he's struggling, how he has hardship. And then the last verse, the last line of the entire album is, you can be who you want to be. And then have that beautiful, beautiful fade like, out, orchestra type fade out. And it's just so uplifting. And it just makes you want to break down and cry and just be like grateful. Dude, the first, like when I heard that track, when we, cause we, cause we listened to this album on the show. I, I was holding back a tear, man, from listening to that ending on Better Way Out because of how great that it sounded and you know you can be who you want to be. It's so good, man. Like, I don't even know how they can top this on their next album, whatever that is, because this album was just so beautiful, man. Like, I... These guys have easily shot up as one of my favorite bands. These guys were my favorite band this year. Like, I listened to this album on repeat for weeks after it was released. Mm -hmm. They're phenomenal, man. They deserve every single bit of praise coming their way. And I hope, like, they have a bright future ahead of them. I really hope to get to see that we get to see them play. I really hope so. That would be a dream right there. I am keeping an eye out because there's so much on this album that I want to hear. Any song we get from this album is going to be worth it. Remember, they only got two albums and an EP. Exactly, so there's... And with their newest one being the latest one out, pretty good chance. Yeah. So you give you give Casket's album of the year. Album of the year by far. I got no argument with that because we both love the album that much. Now the time comes for you. Okay, well... Number three, my list is just slightly different than yours, but I do have a... Similar. It's similar, but it's different. So number three for me, I'm going to have to go with Fatalism from Polaris. Okay, number three. Because not only the fact that I got to see them play, so I got to hear them play a lot from the record, I got to see everybody give their little tribute to Ryan, especially on the stage, you know, especially tough year with them losing their guitarist. Right. And they put so much passion into this, you could tell they really worked their asses off on it. Right. And Nightmare, like Nightmare, was the first track I heard. I mean, we actually we did we did an episode on the single, yeah, which was really really good. And then getting to the album, we thought the album was fantastic. And then it had my favorite track was the Crossfire because I love the chorus that they had in the middle. It was just a solid record. And it really, really got me more into the band. And then, of course, you know, when we went to see them live, that helped more. And then I got to hear more of their, some of their older material, and that made that just kind of 
boost it up more. But based on where they're going right now, they're they're gonna go. They're gonna go good places. Yeah, they got a bright future ahead of them. Yeah, because they they came out of the Fatalism tour on all all on their boat, all of them on their their two feet, and they're they're gonna go. They're gonna go places, definitely. So my number two is, but here we are, from Foo Fighters, mainly because. That album was very personal to me. You know, we we recorded that whenever we were over at Tony's house. And this was shortly after Chloe had passed away. And I was kind of dealing with the grief from that. I kind of still am, I'm not gonna lie to you, but it's, I'm, I'm much better now. Right. But, you know, this is barely like a month getting past, you know, with her having to put her down and everything. And then that album came out and it was just so emotional because it was kind of dealing with a little bit of the same thing I was going through because the, the, the whole album was about grief and loss and trying to pick yourself up and move on, you know, with, because, you know, the album was made after Taylor Hawkins' death. Right. And, you know, that it was trying to, it was like them remembering their friend and also Dave's mother who had just passed away. So you know the the album was about loss. Yeah, it was a very personal album for them as well. Yeah, and and, the, and I was dealing with that at the time, and ironically, there was no other album that was dealing with that kind of stuff at the time. No. Do you remember? Do you realize that? Yeah. Whenever we were recording, but here we are. That was the one album that was talking a lot about grief and loss, which is exactly what I was going through. But that's why I chose it as my number two because it has. So many great songs on there. It had The Glass. It had Rescued. It had a whole bunch of these other songs. Even the 10 minute long song, The Teacher. Such a great, great album. And you could really feel all the emotion that they put into it. And how Dave decided not to get a replacement drummer. He decided to do all the drumming himself. Right. Instead of getting someone to replace Taylor. If I'm not mistaken, I think they have like a touring drummer. But they, I don't think it's like member. Yeah, they have they have a touring drummer. I don't think he's a permanent member though. I think it's just while they're going on tour. Yeah. Because Dave recorded all the drums himself for the album. They can't replace Taylor, dude. That dude left behind his legacy for the band. He was with them for so long. I think he was with them as far back as 96, 97. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely my number two. Number one, I'm going to have to agree with you. Caskets. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just great album. Caskets, man, like they... For their genre, no one else came close to touching them. No one. <laughs> Re Reflections was literally one of the most beautiful sounding albums I've heard. And they're so relatable. Year. Like, all the songs are just... They got something that we've all been through. And I think that's why it resonates with a lot of the listeners. It definitely does. But there, there was not one bad thing. Not, there's, there wasn't even one half-assed song I mean, on this album. Come on, dude. Like, if you heard by the sound, if you heard that line, by itself, if you heard that little vocal run he does that he does at the the end of the first chorus, dude, you'd probably like. Even though you're a dude, your heart would melt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's just phenomenal, man. You gotta love how much energy, how much passion they put behind their music. And that's another reason why I really want to see them play is because 
There's on the off chance that we can listen to anything from this album would be a treat. But just imagine them at a show where they have one song left to play for the night and they end it with Better Way Out. Oh my god. Like, I Do just, you know how fucking amazing that would be? I'm, I'm so... I'm so thankful for this album because this album actually, like, helped me, you know, think about shit and, like, think about life and, you know, kind of move past stuff as well. So, like, the way Foo Fighters was a personal album for you, like, a lot of these songs were very personal for me as well. Especially, like, more than misery and like guiding light and better way out because i mean there there are certain people that i've especially this year that i've, I've learned you kind of adopt this mindset of i need to kind of distance myself from certain people in order to grow as a person right you know so a lot of these songs dealt with that like more than misery guide and light was you know essentially talking about like uh you can be my way out of the darkness if you wanted to and like he's calling out for help and stuff like that so and, right. and I, I know like you had your struggles with stuff this year as well so you know a lot of these songs are very personal to you as well definitely beautiful album and if you guys like have not heard this album you're please living, you're living under a rock these do yourself a favor and go out and listen to reflections from caskets you will love every single second of it. This album is flawless. If they did a tour where they just played this album all the way through, I would be there in by the end of the night. I would have tears like just running down my face. With "Better Way Out" being the last song, because the first time I heard that track, I was literally fighting back tears. Like you can just feel feel these songs tug at your heartstrings. Literally. They literally get into you that deep. But here's the thing. How do they get better from this? Like, how do you top this? This is a perfect album, dude. It's going to be very hard to even come close to this album. We probably won't know for another two years. At least. 2025. This was phenomenal, though, man. I'm so, so glad that we got the opportunity to listen to this. And I'm, I'm glad you became a fan of them as well. Oh, yeah, because I knew who they were, but, like, I never really properly fully listened to them. And I was like, hey, man, they're a great band. Let's listen to them. And you're like, all right, we'll and give like, it a chance. And we're like, hey, they got a new album coming out. Let's listen to it. Yeah. And, and then, we man, did, we could not know what we, were, what we were prepared for. We had no clue that it was going to be this great. We had a taste with More Than Misery. Because yeah. that was the, the first single release, I believe. But by the time we got to buy the sound, dude, that's when shit. I was sold. We, we were there. All the way we were there. You want to listen to it? Oh man, I might. Yeah, just go ahead and play it. Might as well. Just because this was the one song that really got to us the most, you know? Next to Better Way Out. And then just the, like, just the way his vocals are on this song. Literally. Fantastic, man. Luckily it's short, it's only about three and a half minutes or so. I feel like as I, because we both agree on album of the year, we it deserves to have one song played. Right. Some of my top most listened to songs this year have been from this album. Oh yeah. 
just listen to that, man. Basically, he says that in the beginning, like you were saying. Yeah. It's like, I've come today to set this straight, to hear what I have to say. Yeah. A few moments of your precious time, you'll, you'll never, never hear, hear from me again. again. Pretty much saying, like, you don't know what's good until you lose. Like, you, you lost something good, you pushed me away. Now it's my turn to avoid We got some honorable mentions, too. But we're going to do that after this track. Because we're good. We're only about 18 minutes in, so we're good on time. Uh, I, I hope to God that they never replace their signature. Never. Hearing this song again, it really takes me back to when we listened to it and how blown away we were. Every time you listen to it, I just, oh my god, sink right into your heart. That it does. So after this, we're gonna, you're gonna put on your, your favorite, your single of the year, or your, uh, not your honorable mention. And then honorable mention, the single of the year, and then me. Such a fucking great song, dude. <sighs> Alright, well, you go ahead and put on your honorable mention. Shit, we can make it a casket marathon with just how good, <laughs> with just how good their singles are. Right. But, you know, we're going to add some variety. This was my number three most listened to song of the year. Really? And it is Red by Woe Is Me. I listened to these guys a lot back in high school. They were gone for a few years, obviously. You know, Michael left to go join uh, Issues. Issues is no longer a band anymore because of the uh, pun intended issues <laughs> that were involved with the band. Michael getting kicked out. Tyler pretty much being a uh, but you know what with the minors so uh, you know I don't want to say the word in case we get banned or something right I don't want that so I was glad to hear that what was me was back they're very nostalgic 
and they all, and especially this lineup that they have, always putting out great music. Woe's me, me, red. Woe's me, red. I think you'll really like this song too, especially the chorus, big chorus. So what did they uh did they just get like a whole new lineup or something? Well, because it used to be a completely different lineup. So Tyler Carter, the clean vocalist, used to be in the band. What was me? As yeah. well as Michael, who was the unclean singer, did the strings of Joe. After their first album, Tyler left. And when he left, he went to go make issues. Right? And as a result of that, Michael released a song with Hans, the one who's singing right now. And it was called Vengeance. And they had this lineup at the time just for that specific song. Shortly after that song, Michael left and went to go issues. Right? Okay, so it's kind of like a. Yeah. Fucking back and forth kind of thing. And then they got a new screamer, it was hands on the clean vocals, but they had issues going on, and, you know, they controversy within the band, and so they broke up, and issues became a band, right? They started the war, get really popular, stuff like that. I believe on their four beautiful Oblivion came out, they kicked Michael from the band. They said he wasn't creative, he wasn't working on his vocals and whatnot. Complete bullshit, by the way, because Michael was blindsided. They didn't even let him know that he was being kicked from the band. They just said, hey, you're out. Seems to be a lot of going, that going around. It's yeah. a really shitty way to handle a situation. Yeah. But, you know, after, shortly after that, when they released Beautiful Oblivion, you know, allegations came forward of Tyler's past, involving minors, you know, trying to seek out arrangements with minors. And, you know, oh my God, no. he came out, made a statement about it. Pretty much saying like, hey, yeah, all of that is true, blah blah blah. Issues booted him from the band, and they didn't have a screamer, and they did not have a clean vocalist. So, if I'm not mistaken, long, not long ago, issues was like, like, we're just breaking up, like we're not doing anything. All right, we're like we're we're done. So they're playing like one last show or something like that, one last little tour, and then they're calling it good. Which I don't blame them. Like. Your band is done, dude. Your image is forever tarnished. Right. And then Michael, he had his solo project. Tyler had his solo project. And Michael was like, you know what? Like, I miss being in a band. I'm going to blow, like, the, the metalcore scene by storm. Like, I got something cooking up. And he was teasing this for the longest. Finally, they reunited with that old lineup from the Vengeance era. Mm. And we got this song. A lot of stuff behind this band. But, I mean, it's just a great song, especially the chorus. I've been listening to it, it's good. I like it.
they, they're, they always do this like little surprise breakdown at the end. <coughs> sure. Glad to see the band came back and like, and they, you know, they just released a new single apparently. I, I you know, I have to have to hear that one. I don't know if they're releasing an album or, or what they're doing. I, I really hope they do. That would be interesting to cover on a show. I never thought I'd get to see them reunited ever again. Let's hope they put out an album because we'll definitely have to listen to it. For sure, dude. Definitely. Alright, so now, what is your number one, what is your favorite single of the year? Well, apparently, number one this year for me was Knocked Loose. I really got into the band for, for some reason. And, you know, it just kind of kind of stayed but my number one song this year probably way more than any other song I've listened to Deep in the Willow by Knock Loose now you know I've talked to you about these guys before but I don't think you ever really delved into them yeah cause they uh they did tour with them yeah they uh well because because they were, because I guess they did Slaughterhouse together, yeah, on uh, on Motionless's album. But they weren't on the tour that we that we did whenever we went to see Motionless. No, they were, they were like the dates. So they did they did that tour that we went on, and then immediately after they were going on another tour yeah. with a completely different lineup. But Knock Loose happened to be the one that they were on after the one we went on. Yeah, it's like Knock Loose and Alpha Wolf. Alpha Wolf, uh, Motionless, Knock Loose, Alpha Wolf, and After the Burial. Yeah, that's a pretty great lineup. Right it is, there. yeah. Unfortunately, that's not the lineup that we got. Yeah. But you guys still got a great lineup as well. Even yeah, we went. We got to see Fit for King and from Ashes to New again. And then, of course, Motionless. Yeah, Motionless. I mean, Chris Motionless, that was my first time getting to see them play, and my God. Yeah, me first on the controller. Now all that's left for you to do I is for you to see them now. I need to see them bad. Because they put on a hell of a show, dude. I definitely need to see them, because, I mean, come on. Especially with how good they've I know they're. I know they're going. They're on tour right now. I think. Really? I think they are. I think I remember seeing something about them recently on tour. I'll do a search up after after we're all done. Yeah, there's so many bands we gotta do, go try to see next year. Mm-hmm. 
think I like the breakdown the most of this song. I know you're gonna like it. Mm. Just chunky, man. Oh, I'm gonna slow down. Yeah. Like, it, it leads into the other song, which oh, okay. so every, everything is quiet now, but this song specifically was my number one. That's why the music video is like seven minutes long, because it leads straight into the other. Right, into yeah. the other song, yeah. Right. Alright, well, we got 30 minutes left of recording time. That's enough time for me to give you my two singles. So, we're gonna go back to caskets again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, they, this, this whole that, episode could have been about caskets. Because that's how good we thought their album was. Yeah, it was a great album, dude. You cannot deny that. We're going to listen to Better Way Out. Yes. That's my honorable mention. Yes. For Better Way Out. When you think you're not enough, you don't great lyrics on this song, man. I know. Wait till you see what my song is. That was so powerful right there. You won't need them anymore. Dude, why are my eyes watering? <laughs> Caskets isn't even like the heaviest band out there. No, I'm like... But like... such an impactful band. Dude, that line just like really got me right here. <laughs> Leave your demons at the door, you won't need them anymore. That shit really just got me just now. We've been through some shit this year, man. Yeah, we've, we've, we've been through a lot this year, man. I love how they just mentioned the name right there. We have to see them next year. I feel like it's a necessity at this point. Yeah. That's another great one. Right. They had a good album this year too, though. Yeah, Dogma. Yeah, Dogma. Just imagine being at the show and like this is the last one you're gonna hear.
this is why one of the many reasons why we both chose this album as album of the year. This is this is what music is meant for, man. It is. That soul, that deep connection in your soul that you feel. I love how they re repeated the line one last time right there in the background. I would cry at the end of the show, dude. If it was this song that played. You hear that chorus kind of, that choir kind of in the background sound? That is why the many, one of the many reasons why we chose this album as album of the year. And that song is one of the many reasons. Better way out. Alright. You ready for my number one song of the year? Let's do it. It's gonna be tough listening to it. But I have to give it to it because of because of my loss this year. Glass from Foo Fighters. The one song that helped me the most in getting over the grief of losing my dog. And I also attribute this song to Chloe.
Simply the song, we're, we're reading some of the comments right now. Simply the best album I've heard in years. A masterpiece from the best band in the world. I thank you for Fires. Keep up the good work. Someone posted the lyrics. The harmonies are sublime. It's unfair. I can't believe you lost your amazing mom and your brother in the same year. Someone put, I just love this song, but sometimes it's too painful to listen to this album. That's exactly, That's exactly what we were talking about. Couldn't describe it better. Because they did, he, Dave did say that before, before this album came out, that they were going to be a different band going forward. They're not going to be the band that we know them from before, from all their years with Taylor. This is like a song to close the world. Yeah. Yeah. If, like, this is a goodbye song, man. Perfect goodbye song. Yeah. And that's one reason why Damn, bro, I it kind of it kind of stuck with me in that reason. I could just listen to this song on repeat, man. It just like drift away. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was uh. My number one song of the year, The Glass, from Foo Fighters. Beautiful. It was very, it's very tough to listen to still today, but it's a big reason of why I'm still alive, of how I started to move on from losing my dog. You know, it's music like this that lets you, lets you heal. Yeah. Don't ever let anybody tell you that music won't help you heal. Like just... Because it does. The pain... Will still always be there. If it wasn't for music, man, I don't know how the hell I would have gotten through some of the shit I went through over the years. I know. Music saved our lives, dude. Like, music is how we fucking met, for God's sake. Yeah, know? that's how we started becoming. Such yeah, that's close how friends. we became friends. <clears throat> started talking about. I remember we started talking about Bullet for My Valentine. It was the first band we we talked about that got us to being friends. And here we are. We're almost four years into this fucking podcast. And yeah, we we started with music, and I mean, here we are, four years later, still talking about music with more passion than ever. I mean, if that doesn't show you just how powerful 
like you can have how powerful of a connection you can have through music I don't know what those and that's why I love going to concerts man cause you're one big community literally and I'm looking forward to going to all the shows we're gonna go to next year who knows how many that's gonna be we're obviously gonna be very very careful and specific on the ones we choose yeah they have to be great shows but the one thing I will glad to be I will be happy to say though is that the first one we got Insomnia we got it we finally got our redemption and I am so looking forward to seeing them play we're gonna do we're gonna listen to their EP in this upcoming season the uh, Songs of the Dusk yeah we're gonna listen to their EP we're gonna revisit a lot of great albums definitely there's a lot of old stuff that we need to go back and listen to as well but um all that's going to wait till the new year. And that's going to be it, I guess. You know, th like, thank you guys for sticking through with us this year. We've been seeing our numbers go up in terms of uh, listeners and views. Our number one episode, apparently, from this year was was um, was Cross Purposes from, from Black Sabbath. Oh, really? Yeah, from <laughs> the Tony Martin era of Sabbath. I guess people like Sabbath. Yeah, this it was... It told me it was streaming 999% more than any of our other stuff. God. <laughs> Jeez. I couldn't believe that. I'm like, dude, that was back in season 10. We're like in season... We're like between 20 and 21 right now. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, we did a lot of seasons this year. Yeah, we did I can't even remember. I can't even remember what, what season we, we started in. But we finished with 20. 20 seasons. You know what? We were currently in season. I, we were. Cur I was currently in season ten. Whenever the new year hit, because I remember I was doing. Um, I was in the middle of recording Sabbath's discography, and I think it was right after I did. It was. I want to say either the last record with Ozzy, or it was after Heaven or it was after Heaven and Hell and Mob Rules with Dio. Because I remember I wrote in the I wrote in the description that this was my last album I was going to record of the year, and then I was going to do the other the other ones. Right. I can't remember what it was. I'll have to go back and look. But yeah, I was in the middle of recording Sabbath's album by the time we got into the new year. Look at how far it, like we've gone from that. <coughs> I can't even remember though. Unless that was last year, I can't fucking remember. <coughs> we've done so much shit. For all I know, that could be 2022, I'm thinking of. Yeah. What a journey, though. It had, uh, I don't know. I'll go back and look. I'm sure it's either, if it's not that, it's something else. But I can't remember right now. I'm all out. My time frame is all out of whack right now. But, um... It was a hell of a year. Yeah, it was. We had a lot of good stuff. We got a lot of good stuff coming next year, especially in January. We got like three good albums coming out that month. I'm looking forward to next year. To what's coming. Definitely. Well, that is going to wrap up 2023 for us, man. Anything else is going to be starting next year. So we want to thank you all for listening. Merry Christmas to all of you. We hope you all have a happy new year. Anything else you want to say? Oh, man. 2023 that's a wrap I hope you guys enjoyed our journey 
and I hope you guys stick with us for next year because we have a, a lot of good things coming your way. Definitely. Plus, we hit four years next year. Right. In April. So, I want to thank you all for listening. Merry Christmas, and we hope you have a happy new year, and we'll see you all next year in 2024.